Welcome to All Killer, No Filler. It is Thursday. My name is Eric, and this is the D2C Podcast. And for this edition of All Killer, No Filler, we're releasing Module 3 of Scale School, the course that we created in partnership with Pilot House Digital in late 2021, all about how they launch and scale ads on Meta Ads. What's cool about the course is it's entirely evergreen. The things that are taught in there are still the things that Pilot House uses to launch and scale brands. And so we decided, why don't we put out the most valuable lesson taught in that course, which is what we essentially call the Pilot House method or the pilot method for how to find winning creative for meta ads. It also works for TikTok ads. You can listen to this podcast if you're listening on audio. And if you are interested in seeing the version that has the screen chairs, the creative examples, all of that stuff, you can navigate over to pilothouse.co slash meta and then check out the podcast tab where they will have this podcast hosted as a video. You'll be able to see all of the screen shares, the creative examples, all those types of things that really flesh it out. It definitely is. It's still, we're actually not going to be airing the parts of the audio that contain the really imagery heavy parts. So if you want the full podcast, make sure you go to pilothouse.co slash meta and you can find the full podcast there. I hope you enjoy it. On with the show. Angle is a concept that a customer will resonate with in order to achieve a sale. You're not just saying, here's my product, this is what it is. You're finding another way to speak about your product that addresses the benefits or the pain points. Your angle should give a convincing reason for your potential customer to take action. Why should consumers buy your product or service? Do you know what your audience responds to? Do you know why the market wants to respond to your product? Have you had the chance to see it in action, already get, you know, whether it's having campaigns live, seeing a lot of testimonials on your website. When you bring in your angle and other content to support your angle, once you establish a winner, it starts raining. Thousands of people have jump-started their TikTok content strategy using Coley's TikTok Creative Brief template. That's because it has all the steps for successful creator collaborations and best practices to create fun and engaging TikToks. If you haven't grabbed your copy yet, don't worry. Coley just dropped a brand new version of their popular template filled with even more tips and insights to level up your TikTok game. Head to coley.com TikTok to download your free copy and start creating TikToks for your brand that people actually want to watch. In module one here, we talk a lot about creating your angles. And I wanted to just back up a little bit and just start like, what do we talk about when we say marketing angles? That is a fantastic question. It's a topic I love wholeheartedly. And uh, as a marketer, it's really important to understand this. Most people do. But an angle is a concept uh, that is different than another concept that a customer will resonate with in order to achieve uh, a sale or, or a lower cost. So screaming at the camera and saying, buy my product is not really an angle. That, right? that could be an angle. It may not perform as well as other angles. So that one might be called like abrasive, okay. right? Which is different than like, hey, here's a bunch of benefits you might want, as an example, specifically. How do you come up with angles? You come up with angles by putting yourself in the consumer's seat and you say, what target demographic could possibly want to buy this thing? So let's give an example, uh, this mug. Yep. Okay, so an angle for this, well, target demographic obviously is anyone who drinks anything out of a vessel, which is the world. The world, so that's everyone a, with a mouth. That's a good demo. So what we're now gonna do is focus on the angle. So 
when you look at this thing, you have a handle. It's ergonomic, instantly, well-balanced. Yeah. So that's an angle, it's an ergonomic mug. Another one is that it's big, it's full. It can hold a lot of liquid. So that yeah. would be another angle. Colors, so there's a creative person in the audience, perhaps. I like the style of that. That would be a third angle. And it you reminds me of my grandma. My goodness, oh, family feelings. Family feelings. Memories, that would be another angle. So, oh, the time I had with my grandmother drinking tea in the UK as a memory, and then you would drag that through and you, you would have other people resonate to that memory with their grandmas having delicious tea. The, the quote that I always think of is an Anton Chekhov quote, and he said, don't tell me the moon is shining, show me the reflection from a glint of broken glass. Hmm. And, and so it's literally, you're not just saying, here's my product, this is what it is, you're finding <clears throat> another way to speak about your product that addresses the benefits or the pain yeah. points in a lived experience. Hmm. Lived or um, wanted to have oh, lived. Oh, that's right. right. Aspirational experience. Aspirational. So back in the day, like, you're not selling the car. You're selling the leather seats inside of the car. You're selling the experience. Nissan Pathfinder. They're not selling the Nissan Pathfinder. They're selling the idea of you living in the woods. Yeah. You can be free with a Nissan Pathfinder. You, you can definitely be free as soon as you take your family, give them to your parents, take your car, and go away for the weekend. I love it. I, my favorite angle story is one uh, that Dave told on a podcast. And if you haven't heard this podcast, mm. it's specifically about, it was about selling a lunchbox. And there's a lot of ways you can sell a lunchbox. It's convenient, it's cool, it, it, has these, it has this functionality. But the angle that worked specifically best about this was getting right into the thought process of someone who'd buy this. And specifically it was, this will enable your child to take lunches that make the other kids jealous. Yeah. So it was specifically about allow, you know, this lunchbox will allow your kid to take a sizzling steak. And just and, and then it's there's so many levels on that. It's like, I want my child to feel special. And then then you get into the, the head of the child. It's like, I want, you know, to feel like I've got the best lunch at all of school. And the, the real truth is, is that there's a gap there because the kid doesn't have a credit card. No. <laughs> and he doesn't even know he wants to brag about the fact that he's got a hot steak in his lunch kit. It's I remember, true. I he remember. probably doesn't like steak. Kids don't he, like steak. He's like, why'd I get the steak? But the parent comparing themselves to the other parents who would have a, a steak that is hot for their child would be something that would drive a, a behavioral purchase decision. And that's why it's so important to test many different angles. And on reflection, that was about two years ago. And I remember Dave running around the office being like, yo, 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 hit, hit, hit. We got the sizzle <laughs> up in this state. We've been trying to come up with angles for weeks. Like, boom, boom, boom. Probably went through dozens of angles, dozens. And, and so <laughs> practically, like when you, when, you, when you have a new account come on, you have a brand that you're working on, how do you actually generate angles? You just try to, you try to take a subject, take a consumer, and then try to really get into their head about how they approach this product, what problems it solves for them. Yeah, I mean, you make a spreadsheet and like start with five angles. The angles, how you would come about that, you would put yourself in the customer's shoes and you would think, well, what would I want? If you're unable to do that, ask other people, um, cheat your way through it, fake it till you make it. That's a good tactic too. But what you wanna do is contrasting. So like every target demo that you're trying to go after should have a contrasting group of say five angles. Um, you do you, but that's what I would start with. And then come up with them and write them down. And then inside of that, you're gonna have your five angles and you'll have to keep watching to learn more. <laughs> <laughs> angles are everything. You, you can run a campaign mm, that has yeah. out of the box promotional language about how you think of your product and it can just fall totally flat. Let's talk about specifics for a second. Yeah. You were right. So you run ads. So if we get tactical here, which we love to do, you're gonna run ads to a Shopify store as an example. Ad, hello, this is a product. Store, product, 
the product might have looked good, features might be described well, but like at the end of the day, I think which is where you're going, if there's nothing that's gonna resonate with the customer, mm. why that should- That psychological I mean, hook. Even if it's subtle, and even if it's, it's simple, it's not a big pre-sell page, it's not, a, it's not a long video that is an explainer. It is, there needs to be some connection there. When you bring in your angle, and other content to support your angle, once you establish a winner, it starts raining. Yeah. I think, about, I think about getting subscriptions for D2C newsletter. And when we, we started yeah. using the tagline, like sound smarter in mm. meetings with your boss, you know, and that automatically just that creative angle, it just automatically targets the exact right people, people in marketing positions mm. in, in companies. And then that exact idea of like this newsletter will help you sound smarter to your boss at your job. That one thing just unlocked, you know. Yeah, your CPA has dropped in half from what I remember. Yeah. And I also remember you expanded that. It was be the smartest person in the room, be the smartest marketer in the room, be the smartest boss in the room, yep. be the smartest DTC entrepreneur in the room, be yep. the smartest entrepreneur in the room. Yep. You're Oh, you're in sales? You got to know what's happening in marketing, yeah. you know? Yeah, and exactly. it's all about getting into that persona mm. of your target customer and really figuring out what it's like to live as that person for a little bit and how they interact with your product and go from there. 100%. And again, at the end of the day, you can have different angles for your brand and as long as you're targeting open and your angles or your creative catches the audience for that group, it's gonna take a different path than your other angles and you're gonna get more scale. It's not gonna take away, it's Magic. only gonna be additive. Magic. Yeah. Magic. That's it. It's magic, baby. Full scent. Angles. <laughs> <laughs>to module three, the pilot house proven method. This is video one, step one, finding your top five angles. In this module, we're gonna take you through the pilot house proven testing method. This is the exact same method that we take every single client through when they come to us. We've spent tens of millions of dollars in ad spend, and we have decades of digital marketing experience that we've used to perfect this method. Do you have a brand new account or no pixel data? That's no problem. This also works for established accounts that are looking for new winners. So here's the steps of the Pilot House Proven Method. Brainstorm angles, test copy and creative, find winning angles, build creative, and audience testing. Let's take a closer look at how to establish your angles. So here's some angle examples founder story, product benefits, product features, discount focused when applicable, and what makes your product unique. Your angle should give a convincing reason for your potential customer to take action. Your angle should be your unique features or benefits of your product. Always ask yourself, why should consumers buy your product or service? Welcome to video two of the Pilot House Proven Method, the pilot test. So in this video, exciting stuff as we get started with taking those angles that you've now built and going beyond to uh, write copy and prepare the first part of your test. All right, so step one is to write your copy. Um, you don't need to worry about headlines yet. That will come as the step following this test. So a big question that's gonna help dictate the copy that you write is, do you know what your audience responds to? Do you know why the market wants to respond to your product? 
Um, have you had the chance to see it in action already get, you know, whether it's having campaigns live, seeing a lot of testimonials on your website. If you're at that stage, then you can look to write copy with a bit more diversity in terms of the types of copy and the elements at play in the copy. Um, so what we're talking about are things like emojis, which they're powerful, they're great, they're great eye catchers, they're great uh, ways of breaking up long copy that you want people to engage all the way through with, but they're also a potential lever that could be influencing a click more heavily than other elements in the copy, especially if you're testing some copy with and some copy without. It can essentially break your variable testing when you're really trying to get to the root of you know, what USP is it that people are responding to, what hook is it that people are responding to, the, the kind of core of what this test is really looking to get at. With that said, some of those other styles of copy, if you're in that position of knowing what your audience responds to and wanting to go a bit deeper and, and get into that, if you want to do emoji testing through all of your copy, the consideration there is you want to keep it the same in that case. Or if you want to look at things like checklists or different styles that, that get into that and really focusing on hooks and things like all caps, punchy things, that's kind of where that gets key. Um, you want to try to be as consistent as possible in this test. So you can go that route, but you want to make sure it's consistent across that route. If it's consistent with your brand, that's great too. If you don't know that yet though, say you know, you've never run a, a campaign on Facebook or you haven't had a successful campaign on Facebook or your early early days, you just launched your website or you're, you know, you're going through a, a total rebrand or something like that, um, you probably want to look to keep the copy very focused on what the copy is trying to, trying to get the message across in the message itself without all these supporting elements around it like emojis and things like that. Probably want to run two to three sentence long copy in that case. That's a consideration to make at the beginning. So you'll know your comfort level on that and where you think you want to go with it. Um, and that'll help dictate what you're doing there. Another key thing with regards to that question too is do you start with a conversion campaign as your objective or do you start with a traffic objective? So um, at Pilot House, we typically run conversion objective, um, which makes sense. And we'll get to that Either path you choose at this stage will collide to that point deeper in this in this module. But at the beginning here, this is again a consideration. Do you ultimately know how your audience responds to ads on Facebook? If you have data and you know, hey, yeah, my link CPC is great. It's often well below a dollar. You know, it's fairly effective there. I'm really looking to broaden out what I'm already doing. Then in that case, I'd say a conversion objective is probably a great fit at this stage because you want to skip ahead to ultimately that end objective in a sense and really look at that how that audience is going to re respond to this. If you don't know that data um, or you, you, you're in a, an industry where you're like, hey, I'm, I'm thinking it might be kind of expensive, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a health and wellness industry and, or I'm in a, like a, a, a professional service industry and I think it could be pretty expensive, traffic's probably the route to go to give yourself a comparative benchmark on uh, enough spend but not so much spend you're going to be investing a ton of dollars into this early stage testing that's the route I, that i would suggest if you're unsure or if there's any um any risk of that too so some other considerations too you know you might need a new ad account so um, be prepared to set that up there are lots of different help articles you can find online if you don't have an ad account and you need to get that going facebook has some really good robust um, ways of searching for that. So if you Google search, you can find it. You're going to also want to consider your budget. So typically for a test like this, um, an average budget would be something like 100 to $200. It's enough to get um, the volume of link clicks that we're looking to compare, as well as the other data points, 
probably some bonus data points too, but it's also not so much you're going to, you're going to be overspending at the point where, you know, it's before you're likely to start getting a lot of sales quickly uh, from this portion of the test. Um, in terms of audiences, typically we'd suggest uh, standardize your audience that you're using in this test. Typically we'd lean into a top of funnel audience. Um, a broad audience can be a good place to start or you can run an interest or anything, but audience testing will come up as part of this. So don't you don't need to worry about that now. You just wanna make sure it's standardized and not skewing your data. So broad is often the way to go. And then once your copy is ready, you want to start building. So as you start building, you're gonna to wanna to make sure you've got a boring headline and a boring image so that the copy really is the center of attention in your ad at this stage of testing. So when it comes down to your campaign, we suggest one campaign, ABO, you run one ad per ad set. At this stage, you're probably looking at um, 10 ads per angle, five angles, 50 ads, and then you wanna run your ad set budget to start spending accordingly. Before you launch, consider setting up some spend check rules or stopgap rules. Remember, you're gonna be breaking these ads out further. You're not likely to use only this campaign because your headline and your creative will be boring. You don't want that at the end point when you're looking to scale. So there are more steps to follow. So a rule means you won't spend your full budget and it won't keep going on that daily budget. So we would suggest setting up a rule once your ads reach a certain amount of clicks or um, you've hit a spend cap for the day and you wanna let it breathe a little bit longer to get to that 100 to $200 total, but you wanna make sure all your ads are getting spent, that's where you wanna go with that. Um, so we would suggest doing that. Make sure to pay close attention too because since iOS 14.5, we've noticed rules behaving strangely even um, at times um, given the, the different nuances in Facebook. So it's something to keep an eye on too. So um, when you get into it, the big thing you're gonna be looking for is average link CPC. We already touched on rules or your bumpers, just making sure that it's moving in the direction that you want. And then your testing time frame, which typically would be at least a couple of days. Um, think about when you might wanna test it. Where's the most valuable data gonna come? Is your, are you working with an e-commerce brand that typically sells things on the weekend when people have that extra time? Or is it Monday morning when it does really well? Is it the evening when it does really well? Think about these details and think about where you want to test for the most valuable data. You might want to lean into where you think you're going to get the most bonus signals at this stage, like add to carts, checkouts initiated or purchases. You might also want to try to look at the hardest time to, to get it, to really understand uh, what interest is there at a low baseline. There's different ways of going about it. You'll, you, you should have a good sense given uh, your goals and where uh, your performance has been or, or what you're looking to do uh, with that. And at the end of the day, it's not the most important thing for this test, but it's something to consider. So learnings, this is where we wanna dive in and um, take a look at all the different metrics and benchmarks for this test and for the results so far. So a huge part of this is knowing where to look and, and how to do it. So the biggest thing I can suggest at this point is get comfortable setting up custom columns in Facebook. That's gonna help you take a look. A good starting point is the performance and clicks default set of columns. And then you can go in and edit those and add the different elements like add to cart, check it initiated, ROAS, purchases, cost per purchase, things like that to it as you go. You wanna have a good flow of columns you're confident looking at that makes it all so much easier to take a look and get comfortable with the data. At this stage, you're gonna be looking heavily at link CPC and link CTR. Consider your average. What's the average for this test? 
consider what ones have the best and what ones have the worst. And then from there, that'll help you formulate more. So um, headlines are going to be a key component of this following from here. You're gonna ultimately end up running with the same structure. We'll have more info about that in the next video once we dive into some of the data analysis and insights. And that ultimately concludes that portion of the video. In terms of action items, you're gonna to wanna to take the top five angles that you choose and come up with 10 different types of ad copy. Five angles times 10 equals the 50 types of copy. So that'll include your sub angles. Decide between the traffic or conversion campaign. Run your first copy and angle test for 24 to 48 hours in particular, um, looking for clicks, and then take the same steps and follow them for your headline test. Ultimately, you're gonna to wanna to look to pull some ad variations out that you could then be ready to combine with more headlines and more creative. Thanks so much for listening to this lesson. Welcome to the pilot test video three. Uh, we'll be walking you through analyzing data and uncovering your winners. Before we get into this, um, just want to clarify uh, that at the end of your copy test, you're going to want to be focusing on taking that data and then applying your winners from the copy side to headline testing. So you're going to want to write um, for each winning angle you pull from the copy test just to save yourself time and, and effort. You're going to want to write 10 headlines, um, different ones between them. Think about the types of headlines you want to write and pair with it. It's going to depend on the data. If you're seeing great click costs, um, you could definitely look to lean into certain types of headlines that might give you more bonus data deeper down. If you're still you know, feeling a little bit uncertain, given the copy testing about really what is the best direction to go, think about, again, kind of looking at a scientific model for writing your headlines and keeping them uh, quite uh, quite standard there. Um, when you're doing the headline testing, it's up to you at this point. Um, a suggestion would be if you know if you're looking to get as much out of the headlines as possible is to keep your copy pretty boring, like one standard copy between it and a boring image, and then keep your headlines as the most interesting thing. You can, however, combine your headlines with your copy from your winning portion to combine it and speed it up the process a little bit as the headline is often the first thing someone would look at on Facebook anyways. Um, so it's, it's up to you. Um, at the end of it, you can either combine all the winners if you do them separately together in the, in the following step um, or you can speed along at this step. It depends on how scientific you want to be about that data. Um, and some of that honestly sometimes comes down to your media buying style and what you're looking to accomplish. So there's the, the side about headline testing. Let's get into module four, the pilot test, um, analyze uh, video three, analyzing data and uncovering winners here, just to give you uh, more resources as you prepare. So um, this is where, in my eyes, the fun really, really begins in terms of the, the data deep dive and understanding exactly what signals you're seeing to help you move in the right direction here at this stage of, of testing. So we wanna first look at uncovering winners. So I know a big thing is making sure your columns are organized and you're confident in what you're looking at. A huge thing for us is when we're looking at what data signals should we look at? Because there's a lot of columns you could choose, a lot of different things you could choose. We typically lean into really what are our end goals. So in this testing, link CTR, link CPC, I would suggest those over a CPC or a CTR because that could be someone clicking anywhere on the ad rather than 
clicking towards their your end goal, which is getting results, sales, or uh, or you know leads or, or whatever that looks like. So with this, you'll want to get that set up. You'll see in this screenshot here that we've got that organized, um, and we're diving into the ad set as well. So you know when you look at the ad set level, um, you can get a sense of what's performing. So you can use the naming filters if you've set it up with 50 ad sets, so you've got one ad per ad set, then you can use the naming filters and filter by angle and take a look at your averages and get a sense of, okay, what's got the best CTR, what's performing the best across the board. That'll give you a good step back look from this first portion of testing. Then in terms of kind of going into some of these details, I know we've already touched on a lot of these, but link CPC, CTR, and then bonus indicators like add to cart, checkouts initiated, and purchases. Those are the ones that really are going to add a lot of value to your profitability goals ultimately when you're measuring and looking at how you can optimize. So th those are the ones to focus on. The big thing here is, you know, it isn't a one size fits all for every brand. Certain, you know, there's certain nuances to each product, whether it be COGS, uh, cost of goods sold, whether it be um, your goals, whether it be this or that, you know, there's so many different ways to look at it. So the, the biggest value that we can provide is the framework for how to look at the data and, and best understand what is going to be most valuable for your business. So you want to ask yourself questions like, is one angle outperforming another? What kind of copy style themes are there? Are there winning angle themes? A big question to ask too is, you know, are there any sub angles that have appeared? When you're covering more ground in this test with the different types of sub angles you're looking at, different copy between all 10 variations for one angle, you should get a lot of good insight as to um, what's happening there and is something unexpected happening? Did you see better data from something that you weren't expecting? Another place to make sure you double check is, are there any comments on your ads? Um, that can be valuable insight as well. Um, you'll see if you see positive or negative and maybe which ads have the most reactions because ultimately in the algorithm, if you get more post reacts and more comments and things like that, there is a, a good chance that those ads could be re rewarded and see their costs decrease because it's encouraging the actions that Facebook also wants to see on the platform. Um, so those are things to consider and, and look into as well. And you want to pick the top two or three angles you want to move forward with. Think as well, like it's valuable if you're running the same type of sub angle or copy format or things like that across multiple angles. Take a look at that data too. You can filter it by ad name as well and look in and compare and just see what those averages look like and, and any outliers. And that's ultimately the conclusion of this lesson. Thank you so much. Wrong size, wrong color, didn't look right in the living room. There are hundreds of reasons your customers return products, but returns don't have to be goodbyes. They can be an opportunity to complete the shopping experience. Built exclusively for Shopify, Loop lets you create a delightful return experience to attract and retain more customers. By making it easy for your customers to find products they love, they'll come back again and again. See why thousands of Shopify brands like Allbirds, Chubbies, and Brooklinen trust Loop as their return partner at loopreturns.com DTC. Welcome to the pilot test. This video, we're gonna talk about identifying creatives needed. Um, now that you've gone through copy testing, headline testing, and you've interpreted your data and looked at what the best next steps are for your brand as you work through this, this testing process. So you've now got um, winning copy and winning headlines. The key here is pairing it with creative as those are outside of the CTA, three of the, uh, the top four elements in your ad for really making moving the needle. So with this stage, this is where it gets fun in terms of the creative and you, you don't need to worry as much about boring creative um, and you can start introducing some angle specific creative in particular. 
how you want to do this is you want to look at five to ten angle specific creatives um, per angle um, that you can combine with your winning headlines and angles. So in terms of the mix of styles, the ones that we typically lean into at Pilot House are static, GIF, user generated content, UGC, um, carousel, testimonials overlay which is either a testimonial video type situation or you're overlaying a testimonial on um, a lifestyle or static image and then a video content as well. So when it comes down to it, um, you wanna get this set up um, in a way that makes sense based on the data you have. So if you have three angles and say two headlines per angle um, that you deemed, oh, I wanna push this further and see where this goes with creative, you're gonna to want to, um, for example, what you could do in that case is have uh, three, like 10 ads, 10 ads per, per angle, and then run half your headlines on one group, one headline on five, one headline on the other half creative, um, so that you're ultimately mixing and matching. You can also standardize your headline um, and your copy if you'd prefer. It kind of depends on how scientific you want to be. Certain winning headlines or angles might pair specifically more so with a certain creative in your test. So you can always pair it that way. There is a benefit to having the same headline with, with the same copy and a couple of different creatives so you can really get a sense of you know ask being able to confidently answer that question when you're through this stage of okay what really is a key what, what do i think is the key driving element in this ad's success or, or lack of success at this stage of testing and if you feel confident that you can you have enough different benchmarks to look at as well as that then that's that's a good signal of how you've set it up so i'd suggest taking a step back after you've set it up and looking at that as well so let's move into Another pro tip here, which is landing pages. Um, we do recommend exploring landing pages where possible. Now, when you're testing landing pages, you know if you have two landing pages, for example, you can again kind of group those into your ads in this test. Um, you're gonna wanna test at least two page styles when you are la testing landing pages. We've got an example here of a, a strong performing style we've uh, run with um, here and there are different examples that we like to lean into when we're talking landing pages. So short form, long form, flyer page. A flyer page is more like what you would see in like a, a newspaper flyer. It's showing potentially different offers available um, that then click through to your site. Founder's story uh, or advertorial as well, long form style, style page too. So in terms of action items, you'll wanna create five to 10 angle specific creatives, pair it with your top winning copy and headlines. Remember that you wanna isolate the variable you're testing. So again, the more consistency you have, the better. If you have multiple winning copy and headlines and you're feeling uncertain about, oh, I don't know if I wanna you know, mix and match and now introduce multiple variables, or I don't know how I wanna do that, definitely consider um, how you, really what you're looking for at the end of this test. It, in some cases, it's great to have two different headlines with the same creative to really understand, is it the creative or is it the headline? Or is it leaning one way or the other? It's it's not gonna be 100% one or the other. It's not static that way. But um, if you're structuring it with that kind of intent, you take a step back and you look at it, you'll be in a good place as far as how you've set it up. And then run your test and know that you're testing creative here and then explore the data as it comes in. And that's it for this lesson. Thanks so much for watching. Welcome to audience testing. So this is a fun portion of this where now that you've got insights around copy, headline, and creative, you're compiling this all into 
feeding the engine as the engine drives down this path with the audiences you want to test and explore. So the big thing with this is, as you know, Facebook is a powerful acquisition tool. A huge element is timing and how we're timing out showing our ads to people, the right time and the right place. And so audiences and combined with the machine learning um, creates a huge opportunity. So at this stage, it sounds pretty big, but you're gonna essentially launch your top ads um, in 30 plus audiences. The reason being here is that it's important to note you're not looking for conversion specifically unless you've already gone down this path and you're, you're getting to an end point in your data. At this stage of the game, we're going pretty broad on audiences so that you can get pretty quick data back in terms of how all of that compares and ultimately look at which audiences, which ad sets are, are performing um, the best that way. An important thing here to note too is you do not want to stack audiences together. You want to stack winning creative, winning headlines, and winning copy, but you do not want to actually stack your audiences themselves. So in terms of your process, you're going to run a conversion campaign at this step, um, no matter what really. Um, by this point, you should have some good learnings, um, whether you've been running traffic all the way through or you've already been running conversion. You want to run ABO and separate each audience, and each audience essentially is an interest you can refer to it as that way, but you can run different types of audiences. So anyways, you're going to want to run ABO with separate ad sets so that you can ensure each audience is getting an even spend distribution. Then you're going to want to run approximately five to $15 per ad set. However, that can differ depending on your product and your front end costs and all of those metrics too. So take a look at how that relates to, to what you're looking for. An average would be five to $15 though, even for a more expensive product. Cause again, we're not looking entirely at conversions at this step just yet. 30 total, um, don't stack as I mentioned on the previous slide. So you're not gonna wanna stack your audiences because you wanna make sure you can measure which one is driving the performance. So create your conversion campaign, use ABO, separate your ad sets. So you're gonna have 30 plus ad sets. Remember five to $15 per ad set and 30 plus audiences total. All right, so welcome to the pilot test where we're gonna talk about consolidating your winners into scale campaigns. So you've done a lot of hard work in laying the groundwork. Um, the next key step is gonna be your audiences. So with this set, you wanna review and take a look at what your, your winners are. This is a good time for you to stack if you're looking at stacking, just so you can consolidate everything down into one kind of core uh, winners campaign as an example, or a campaign structure that makes sense for you. Basically, you've got everything you need now to build super ads. Um, you've got creative with potential, headlines with potential, copy with potential, audience understanding. You've got a lot of data insights that you're comfortable with. And now is where you take those ad components and send them off to the big leagues and try to consolidate it all down into scale campaigns. So as I mentioned, it's a good time to stack audiences. Um, really what you wanna do is you want to use a lot of the pilot house proven method around scaling in terms of your structure, given the process work you've already done. So a typical practice for us is we lean into CBO campaigns, um, CBO over ABO, because CBO, Facebook uses what they call the breakdown effect, um, where it ultimately uses the machine learning to try to focus spend towards the best uh, pocket that it can spend on 
given the timing and all the different elements it's looking at. So CBO, we find it's it's often a great momentum building strategy. Again, flexible here in, in if you're noticing different data points and you want to explore different options. But then we also look at um, typically five or six ad sets per campaign. And then uh, typically we recommend five to six ads per ad set as well. The idea behind all of this is that you want to give your campaigns enough focus direction to stack the data and dial in on the top pockets, but you also want to add a little bit of diversity so that if, if something's having a bad day, something else can pick up the slack. If things start to move a different direction, your campaign isn't bound to just one pocket, it can go a different direction. A helpful trick that we'll look at when we're structuring things, I might lay out all the different ad data I have and then try to pair things together so that say from your testing so far, there has been one, like from your creative testing, you actually got some early sales and there was one kind of particular, there may be a couple ads that were driving a lot of that. You see these patterns emerging and you're like, okay, that's a great ad. I want to scale that out. You may want to look at what are those other metrics? You know, what's the CTR? What's the CPC? All these details and look at the other ads, their metrics and how they're going to be placed around it so that you're honing in on where you want spend to go, but you're giving Facebook room as well to diversify if needed, if that makes sense. So you might want that top ad to be your top click-through rate ad in this campaign based on the historic data when you're breaking out into this format. That's just a helpful tip that we use um, when we're scaling constantly um, and breaking ads into scale campaigns. Thanks so much for listening to this part of the course. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can do that right now at directtoconsumeralloneword.co. I'm Eric Dick, and this has been the D2C Podcast. We'll see you next time.